This podcast is brought to you by On Track Studio. We begin today by acknowledging the Gubby Gubby people, the traditional custodians and the land of which we are recording today. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Island people. Welcome to episode two of the Boring is Bad for Business podcast. Today, we are taking you uh, behind the scenes and looking at our branding methodology and our philosophy to building uh, bold brands instead of boring brands. So when it comes to crafting a brand identity, designing brand experiences, and, and on that level, it's all really visible. But And so, you know, it's, we're talking about the logo, we're talking about the colors, we're talking about the fonts. But what we wanted to do is take you behind that and go, okay, how do we make those decisions? How do we choose the logo? How do we choose the colors? How do we choose the art direction behind that? Every single decision that's made on that level is really, really intentional. And that's something you can talk about, Joel. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think, you know, it's not an arbitrary, like that for that color trend, that color palette's really trending. We're going to use that because this business wants to be popular. It's not about that. We're collecting intel the entire way through our methodology um, that tells us how do we make those creative decisions. And I guess what to other people who are business owners or looking at from the outside of what we do, it can seem really ambiguous. So what we touched on last episode is that we've developed our own methodology for building these brands and then how we extract those answers through the process. It's called the inside out method. Um, and with this episode, we're going to take you into a deep dive of A, why we created the why we created this method, what was wrong with, I guess, the way that we'd seen briefs taken in the past. Um, and then also we're going to take you through the benefits of working this way. Super exciting. Let's get into it. Yeah. So yeah, I'm really excited to walk through the the inside out approach that we take for, for all our projects. Um, we're big believers that every project starts with some form of this inside out um, approach. But yeah, I, I guess a great starting point would just be like, what is what is this inside out approach look like? Absolutely. Uh, very hard to do in a podcast scenario, but mm-hmm. we will publish a, um, a, we've got this published on our website and we'll link to it in the episode. So you can download the actual method and we've created a diagram as well for this. Um, but I think the best way when I was thinking about this episode to describe it is if you imagine an onion and there's layers to an onion and I'm going to work actually contradictory to the name, which is inside out to explain what it looks like. I'm actually going to go from the outside in and then we'll, we'll reverse it later. So on the outside of the onion layer, like there's, there are four layers to this onion. It's only got four layers of skin on the outside. Going of deep the, on the onion, yeah. I know. On the outside though is the website. And that's just like this model can be, it can have many layers. It can keep going well beyond the, the website. But for what we do at The Good Studio, that's where we draw the line. It's the website. Mm. Um, so on the, out, the, the outermost layer of the onion is the website. If you peel that away below that, then you've got the brand identity system. And it's not just a logo. It's not just colors. It's not just fonts. It's an entire system of elements that work together. Mm. You peel that brand identity layer away. Then underneath that, you have the brand layer. And the brand layer is all about the emotional drivers. And they are some of the, they are the pieces that we grab that intel to actually form the more physical parts of the the brand identity and the website. Mm-hmm. So then you pe- peel away those emotional drivers and then you go, what's underneath the emotional drivers? It's the business. It's the core function of how someone makes money. Um, who are the people that are involved in that business and what's the processes mm-hmm. that are there? And so if you go, so now you're imagining my, <laughs> my onion, you go like that, look at the onion as a whole. That's it. So it goes business on the inside brand and then we have brand identity and then website and that's the model and that's the process that we take people through when we are helping them brand or rebrand a business mm-hmm. so obviously working on that core and and moving moving outwards um and having a real clear understanding of the business and and the core elements that make up that business and then from there we can we can push out further in your 
weird onion analogy um, and and move it out from, you know, the core all the way through to, to, to the website. Don't the go the other way in. It's definitely, just to clarify, even though we do not go the other way in, is that yep. leads us nicely to the next point as to why we created it. The whole issue is if you try to make creative decisions from the outside in and mm-hmm. you're going, you're actually appealing away those layers of the onion, you are going to run into, and we've I've seen it myself in jobs and and, you know, as a, when I first started out as a designer, I think many times, hey, I need a, a, a logo for my business or I need a, a brand and I really like these colors. That's how mm. the conversation starts. Or I need a website and I really like this big animated ba- banner and I think I want it to look like this is the business owner coming to you. That's an example of starting from the outside in. And it's really problematic because all of those questions about the business and the emotional drivers um, and then even the, the questions around the brand identity, all of those questions come up when you're trying to solve those problems on the outer level, and it's a disaster. But before I keep going down that rabbit hole, um, I think that we, we spoke about this before preparing for this meeting. Why did we come up with this inside-out method? And I think it's really important to go and discuss, like, what are the alternatives to using a process mm-hmm. like this where we go inside-out? Um, so I guess, Joel, what's your thoughts on a brief and why is a brief problematic in a traditional sense? Well, obviously – a brief is is quite important, but I think where it comes into play in a project is maybe more important than the brief itself. Um, if a we touched on this a little bit in that that first episode, but if a client's just handing across a brief of how they visually want to be perceived within a market, I see that as very problematic. You know, like you just touched on. You know, we want to look this way. We want to have these colors. We want to have this sort of animation. And it's like, well, we're not getting to the root of the business we we don't know what we're trying to solve we don't know how we're trying to be perceived we don't know what we're generally even talking about because we're just trying to solve a, a business problem with some visuals just try, they're, and they're in charge of making those like i think self-diagnosing yeah, like definitely. what they need yep. rather than talking about why they might need it yeah definitely and yeah. and the issue is that you know a, a brief is generally written by the the founder of the business or, or someone within a, a marketing position and it's like it's not taking into consideration other people other people's voice within the business whether it's employees or or other founders um it's just taking that one person's opinion of you know how how are we going to solve this this one problem through just a visual approach um and you know that that's it so there's no back and forth from a strategist or a creative director generally it's sort of just like hey here's a checklist of things we need go away and do it and, and come back and and we see lots of problems where that happens of we go through that checklist and we do exactly what we're told. We hand it back to the client. They go, well, that's not what. That's we, not what I envisage. That's yeah, the, definitely. Because you don't have a shared meaning. Of yeah, the and we get kind of caught up in um, terminology of like colors. We want it to be vibrant. Like vibrant to me, you know, means something different to, to you. So when we can start with those strategy sessions and, and start with those core values and that core understanding, then we can have those conversations of like, Oh, you mean vibrant in this term, and we can dig a little bit deeper and mm. and and challenge, you know, even the reason why you want to be vibrant. Like, what actually are you trying to perceive to your audience? Whereas, yeah, and just to frame it a bit, like in a traditional sense with a brief, what happens is functionally, um, a, it, you know, it happens with agencies and also freelancers and the smaller smaller kind of scales so that people go, okay, great, you you've got a job, you've got a problem, you need a website or you need a brand identity. Fantastic. Here's our brief form. Please fill it out and return mm-hmm. it to me when you're done and then we'll we'll onboard you and take you through the process. 
And in that, it's exactly what you described. There's no room for collaboration in that process because what's written down on the piece of paper by the client who's requesting the job, um, it just has to be taken at surface level. Mm. And yeah, that's what causes all of the issues because it doesn't leave. And so that's, I guess, that is the primary reason that we saw that it's like, okay, there has to be a better way to do this. It's far more collaborative. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we we see sort of no real special source come across in in those... um, briefs you know there's no true insight to what's going mm-hmm. on in the business um because no one's no one's challenging it like we we did a rebrand for the good studio 12 months to today i don't know it, it's always evolving um and we really struggled from you know being inside of the business and and knowing the business on a on a personal level to be able to self-diagnose exactly what we're trying to achieve and we do this day in day out so someone who's running a corporation who's you know got a list as long as their arm of things that they need to get through for the day to keep the operations running for them to go like, Hey, this is how we solve the the problem with, with design and strategy. I just don't see, I just don't see it possible. No, it's, it's really hard to read the label from inside, mm-hmm. inside the jar, as they say. Yep. Or the onion. The, no, the, you don't know. Now you're mixing my analogies. <laughs> <laughs> I know onion goes in sauce. But <laughs> yes. Yeah, it does. It's a staple. Maybe we're onto something here. Uh, so, like, I think that really is the biggest problem. And then, like, if you make that problem even more tangible, that just costs everybody money. Like, mm-hmm. because, cool, read that at surface level, pump out a design, pump out a website, whatever it is, and it looks wrong. Mm-hmm. But not only is the client unhappy, and I think the creatives in that scenario are really frustrated because it's like, and what I've seen, the creatives are frustrated because it's like, I read your brief. You you said to me, vibrant. I've given you a we, neon yeah, we, yellow. We nailed your brief. It's bloody vibrant. It's yeah. like but I actually meant just like toned down orange and something a bit more fluid. And it's like, it just becomes this really big point of contention. And then with creative work, once you're in that dynamic, it's really hard to get back up on the same page. And it's really hard to even create positivity, positivity and creativity from that point where you're in there like, we're not vibing, we're not seeing each other. How do we get our way out of this? And with Inside Out, it's a way of, and I'm really proud to say, it's a way of actually avoiding that altogether because we don't go away in a silo and take what a client has has given us and go away and just kind of burrow away and say, okay, let's create our magic. The entire process is really, really collaborative. So I just sort of context inside out, like when we're running from that business level to the website, um, it can take, let's say, let's go with the first part, um, business brand and then brand identity takes about eight weeks on average. And some projects do take longer. Um, the process is really, really collaborative. So it actually starts, clients don't have to fill out any anything. There is no filling out a form. Um, we pick up the phone when we first kind of address somebody and we go, we'll work out, are we going to be a good fit? Is there chemistry between mm-hmm. us? Do we believe in the same things? Um, and then after that phone call and we say we're on board with the job, they actually come into our office. And I, I've noticed that quite a few people have been quite shocked. They're like, please let me know if I need to prepare anything. Like, yep. You don't need to do anything. Like, are you sure? And like, yep, absolutely. Just give us four or five hours of your day. Um, we'll provide some healthy snacks, some coffee, mm-hmm. and we're going to have a conversation and we go through exercises that actually draw out all of those those pieces of information. Yep. So the entire, that collaboration over that eight weeks of when we're talking about from business, brand, and brand identity, that continues the entire way through. Mm-hmm. Um, so at no point are we taking what they've written down. We're taking what they're saying to us and responding to us in those mm-hmm. questions and asking. And then we're, we're digesting that and then we actually go, okay, well, at certain checkpoints throughout the process, we'll go, this is what we heard you say. Is this correct? And yep. give them some chance for some interaction. And then just finishing off that timeline um, from that brand identity 
stage when we wrap that around that eight weeks can be like another four to eight weeks on the website as well. Yep. Sure. Giving that so yeah and at no point no briefs are involved yeah <laughs> of yes, course we're not it. just like guys everybody you have to get what's going on in my big big picture vision there are a time and a place but a brief i think it's a it's a document that documents mm-hmm. thinking it's not to diagnose a brief is not a diagnostic tool and that's yes that's correct. what the inside out method is it's yep. about diagnosing and finding the problem briefs are not that they are for helping people have clarity on their job and even like in that stage of when you have another designer join you I think they need to be taken through verbally all of the background on the brand yeah, for sure. to understand the secret source or the mojo as we call it yep. um, because so much of that is not actually able to be conveyed in ver- a verbal sense and yep. we're, you know, we're not the most articulate writers. No. Um, so we've, we've got to use other tools of communication that we have. Yeah, and I, I sit in all those strategy sessions um, because of that reason. You know, if, if I sort of sat – sat in the other room and, and, and did other client work and then you come in and, and brief and we have conversations, um, you know, that would be a longer conversation than, than obviously just a brief. But, but even so, it's, I miss out on like the inflections on the client's voice or the things that they didn't say or, or they said this but they paused for, you know, four or five seconds and, and really thought about it because maybe they weren't that sure. It, it's all those little things, those little insights that, that – I don't see that the English language sort of picks yep. up well in the written form of, of a brief. So so I think it comes back, keeps coming back to collaboration for us. Like mm-hmm. the big pillar of the like in our methodology, our process to branding is that you need to collaborate person to person. And I know like we're living in a Zoom world and we do still work um, interstate and overseas with people in this, but there's still like thanks to technology, we can have that face-to-face rapport yep. um, that when it comes to – creating a bold brand mm-hmm. and our approach to to branding it's like bring people in as much as you can bring people together as much as you can and stop doing things at arm's length yeah and outside of that you know website there's obviously you know that ongoing collateral and, and and marketing just to just to hit the nail on the head it's like we we really have an understanding of the the way that the business is trying to perceive the message that they're trying to convey and who they're who they're really talking to because it's being completed at that that early strategy stage so um, you know, we have some clients that sort of come through the door and go, hey, we have, we have an identity, but now we need it to roll out to the website. And it's like, well, if you don't have, you know, all these strategic statements in place and, and all this information that's been put together, how do we know what to say on the website or, or sort of what we're trying to convey or, or even who we're trying to talk to? So you know exactly what you're trying to achieve because it's been written down, it's been documented um, and saves yeah. time, saves money. Like we're yeah. getting rid of frust. Like first of all, there's frustration at the you know the first example we said. People are really frustrated, mm-hmm. unhappy, cost time and money. But if you do it thoroughly from the inside out, it's faster down the line. Every decision. I think we notice that as well with our website projects. They are they tend to be on the faster side because any you know once we've got all that intel, mm-hmm. it's very quick to roll out and how how to pull the pieces together to create that feeling or the meaning. Yep. Um, it's there. And then just a sort of push that envelope of, of when we're having these conversations. Obviously, it's about brand. So it's not just those identities. It's not just the visuals of the website. It, it's the fundamentals of the business and how things are read, read when mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're talking about brand. Um, so yeah, having that clear understanding of um, the things we've identified in those early strategy sessions, it comes in and, and can help with you know culture and, and, and development within Oh teams yeah, team and- building. Like you said, you wanted to build a collaborative workplace, but hold on, you haven't actually... 
your two departments don't talk to each other. They don't even know the left hand's not talking to the right hand. Like maybe we don't need to do anything in the design space yeah, for, for you. Sure. Let's like actually you need to do um, you need to be doing team building activities where you are actually we're going to take your two teams through this branding process and understand, like show them what the direction and the vision is for the brand. Then we're going to ask them what do they think, what what do they understand, and what do they want out of this as well. So mm-hmm. it could be sometimes it's not actually uncovering a design solution; it can be uncovering a people solution. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Um, so just thinking, sort of where we kind of have been in this chat. We've spoken about like how the, how the method um, works, and obviously, please don't rely on my onion analogy to understand that. Go to the website and have a look. Um, it's a it's a beautiful diagram, and we we put, we put on there, um, you know, like each of the like inside each of those onion layers is actually smaller kind of topics that we we discuss on when we're peeling mm-hmm. back a layer. Um, we've talked about why briefs suck, like mm-hmm. to diagnose a problem. Yeah, but sure. I think it's really important. We've spoken about like they do have a point. Um, are there any other benefits that you can think of, Joel, as to why working from the inside out, business level up, is important? I think as well, just everyone, I hit on it a little bit, but everyone has a seat at the table. So when we run these strategy sessions, it's, you know, we invite as many people as they, they sort of want to come into the room, obviously within within reason. Um, or you can have more, we just charge you more. <laughs> we need like, yeah, and we need, so a big, we need a bigger uh, room. meeting room. But yeah. Um, yeah, it allows them to bring, you know, heads of departments or, you know, people on the floor who are a part of this brand, a part of this business and, and get them to have their say. Um, and, you know, once people have that ownership and sort of skin in the game a little bit, they, um, you know, really step up and, and wear the brand and, and be a part of the business almost as like a, a badge of honor, a part of them. So I really see that that's where, you know, a, an awesome element of the inside out approach is just having those people come in, voice their opinions and, and we can pick up on, you know, something that the the founder or director isn't seeing because, you know, they've you know, they're they're busy in their their meetings. They're they're not running those sort of day to day operations of yep. the business. Yeah, absolutely. And like that's it. Like the end of the day, I think almost all designers will say that when we're creating a brand identity, it, the whole purpose is to unite everybody behind one feeling, one emotion. Mm-hmm. But when you just you're doing that in a silo, it's really hard for people to come along on that journey with you. They've just sort of seen old brand and new brand, and it's like okay, that's kind of exciting, and that is exciting in some cases to be like it now looks really a lot better. But what does it actually stand for? And yeah, like you said, bringing people in so they have buy-in through the entire process that's transformative. It's hundred percent so different. And from a designer's perspective as well, like if there was a brief and it was like you know just colors, tone, and and these applications, it's like doesn't really give me any room to push the envelope like uh, a thing we talk about a lot is is bold brands and trying to stand out in the market and and be loud and 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 proud it's really hard to achieve that when there is no you know insight no no little thing that you're like hey like that that was great like that that was something that got the whole room excited so let's capture that and let's build that into the identity so um, you know, doing that off a brief, it just doesn't happen. Doing it in the room, sitting there asking those right questions, that's where we see the, the magic happen. Mm-hmm. And do you think it's scary for, well, like, this is a tangent, but I imagine that when you go through, like, when you go through design school, you're not told that that's what you're going to be doing. Yeah. It's like you are going to be an order taker. You are going to be taking, like, ask people what colors they want, ask people what typefaces. You might kind of join some dots, but I assume that it's a big transition to make as from a designer to be going into that level where it's actually like you're going to be having conversations. That's how you're going to be getting getting mm-hmm. these answers. Um, David C. Baker's got an approach. Um, he calls it a shit sandwich. Um, and he sort of sees that 
at the start I don't know of the, if that's his approach. <laughs> well, that's what, that's what he calls it—a shit sandwich. So at the start, um, the client loves you. In the middle, they hate you because you're just like pushing the envelope. You're like, you know, they say something and then you challenge it. Um, and then obviously at the end, they love you because that challenge pulled out this little sort of that special little thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know that got them the results that they wanted to do. And you know, back to back to university and 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 TAFEs, like we're sort of seeing that these design students and I, I experienced it as well. It was you know we just got a brief. And then that was what we had to had to complete, and we'll we'll marked on that. And then I sit with these students, and I was like, okay, so like, who who's the audience? Like, who are we talking to? What are we trying to perceive? What's the message? And they're just like, well, that wasn't given to us because it was, you know, it was just trying to solve a, a visual, you know, a visual brief. And it's mm. like, well, kind of, what's what's really the point? Like, we're just creating this visual noise that's just gonna, you know, overpopulate the internet, you know, fill our streets just with this visual pollution. It's not actually solving a problem or muting a feeling for for the customer or or the business. Totally agree. Totally agree. So you've got to ask questions. Yeah, definitely. It keeps coming back to collaboration. Yep, 100%. So that takes us to pretty much the end of all. I think everything we have to say about Inside Out and why we think it's important. Uh, Just to take it back though, go to the website to look at the model and really understand it. Don't rely on my onion analogy, but if you are to... There are four layers. There are only four pieces of skin to this onion. It is business. Um, solve those. Answer those questions about the business first. Then move on to the brand, which I describe brand as emotional drivers behind mm. a, and answer those questions. And then start understanding and designing and building out an identity system, an entire system, not just a logo. And then with those, all of those resources you start to build up, it's about with Inside Out, then you can approach things like the outer touch points like a website. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, the model can be extrapolated further out to encompass all things that a brand does. And I would just describe that as you, the more layers that you put on the model, that's your brand experience. Yep. But we just, you know, with our, our, what we do and we specialize in its business brand identity and website. Um, and I think from chatting through, and this is something we haven't really spoken about in depth, like why the, why the method works so well is it's all about collaboration and Correct. that like briefs, they are anti-collaboration. It's just one person putting in information, the other receiver taking that information and then going off in their separate directions. Um, so I guess if anyone can take it away from us, like if you if you are going on the rebrand process or you're going down the brand process, make sure that there is collaboration in what you do and that you answer those questions from the inside out before and stop jumping to how your logo looks, stop jumping out to how your website looks Go deeper than that. You need to find people who can work with you collaboratively to understand you intimately from the inside out. Fantastic. Anything else to add? No, you nailed it. What about a source analogy? <laughs> Too obvious. <laughs>